so we go through the the red light, red flag series, right? And like the red flags are what recruiters or talent acquisition partners will um, will do to eliminate you or disqualify you for a position. And so we've kind of we went to we've compiled a list um, with the talent acquisition manager at Giblify, uh, Stephanie Gilbert, um, Moyna Gilbert, I should say, and um, we've compiled a list of things that people would do or say in the interview that we um, we. Uh, that would kind of eliminate it from the, from the position. So here's a list of things that are things to that you shouldn't or should do. This is Joshua Gilbert with Circle Search, and you're listening to work, life, etc., etc., etc. The Red Flag Series. Gotta get comfortable here. Um, yeah, we compiled a list along with Gibbify's, uh, the talent acquisition manager, and um, we have some 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 good ones. Um, let's start off with the the money the money uh, question. Um, a lot of people. Like some some guys, like people, and, and people want to make a lot of money. I get it. All right. But that's just something, not something that you say if they ask you. If someone asks me, you know, why am I interested in other opportunities out? And they say, and the first thing I hear is like, yeah, I want to make more money. That's a red flag to me. And I'm going to tell you why. Because that means that you are going to go to the highest bidder. Giving things all equal. Uh, and if I may have an edge in... Uh, growth in your your career, but the money may be a little bit less than uh, another company. You're going to go with the company that that um, that to offer you most money. And so, I'm, in the beginning, I'm saying, well, why would I even waste my time with someone who I know um, that the first thing that they say is they're looking for money, more, more for more money? Um, why would I even waste my time talking to them or, or or working with them? And so, you better be very cognitive of what you're saying as it relates to, to uh, why you're, you're leaving your current opportunity. You know, it, make, it, make it about a challenging position. You know, something that's going to challenge you. Make it about uh, growth in the company. You see the company. Make it about, if you're in technology, make it about, you know, uh, you want to get involved with more robust technology or something different, you know, um, the company's growth. But don't just start off with, I'm looking for more money. That's a big no-no. Um, when you're when you're scheduling an interview, um, don't be late to the Zoom, Zoom call. Like you, you be if you're late to a Zoom meeting, I'm like, wait a minute, it's already convenient, right? Like you're you you are already in a convenient situation, but yet you're late to your own Zoom meeting for your interview for for a career change. Get yourself ready earlier. You know, get yourself taken care of earlier. Do those. I mean, this is like this is ABC stuff, but this this happens. You know, listen. 
show passion for the role or, um, or just in general, right? Show passion when you're interviewing, listen, show passion, show that you, you enjoy doing what you want to do or, or you're excited about the new role or excited about the opportunity. If you if you're looking at it like, oh man, I just I just do this, you know, that's that's gonna show over the phone. I even tell people when they're interviewing, I say smile on the phone. Because that's gonna evoke um uh, passion, it's gonna evoke energy. So show passion for what you're what you're doing, what you're interviewing for, for your role or your or, or your career. And if you're not passionate about your career, um something that you went to school for or you spend the majority of your time studying and getting better at, if you're not passionate about it, here's, here's, a, here's, a, here's a thought. Get out and find your passion. Just get out. Here, here's a good one. When you're interviewing, don't play the victim role. I can't stand that. With a passion. Accountability. If you screw up, then be accountable for your screw up. That's that's maturity. It's not my fault. Little Billy did it. He's the one that that's Billy's fault. He's the one that I threw your phone in the in the in the water because Billy made me mad. Really? Stop it. Stop it. Be accountable. If you do something, it's your fault. And be accountable. And yeah, that was my fault. Yeah, I did. You know what? I didn't mean to. It was an accident, but I take full responsibility of my actions of what's going on. And that's all you can do. Leaving a job due to a disagreement. So you think you're going to go through your entire life and not have a conflict or don't look. Well, I left the position because I didn't agree with the owner's method of doing business. Then start your own business. Like he started his business and, and maybe he, he thought what he was doing was right. Maybe it's wrong. I don't know. But if you don't like it, you're there to perform a service because at the end of the day, with all the knowledge that we've acquired throughout our lives, all that information that is in our noggin, in our brain, in our, our mind, in our, our understanding how to do things, that's a service we provide. And so at this point, you're there to provide a service. And if you don't like it, guess what? There's a door. Don't let it split you. Don't let it split you. Because it's not, it's not for you to say, well, I disagree with this, I disagree with that. Listen, guy been doing the business that way for a long time. You don't like the way HR does stuff. Okay, that's how they do things around here. That, that, I tell people, listen, I, tell, I told a guy, I told the owner, I told him, I said, listen, man, this is your horse. You ride the way you want to ride it. I don't have nothing to do with that. All I'm here to do is provide you a service. And if you want to ride your horse this way, guess what? You can ride it backwards all you want to do. I'll watch you ride it backwards. I will talk to you and tell you, trying to tell you, hey, man, you need to turn around and ride this way. But if you're stubborn and you want to continue to ride your horse backwards, guess what? Ride it backwards, buddy. 
because there's nothing I can do to tell you to make it right it forward. Maybe you got to bump your head a couple of times to get the picture. But I'm not going to leave uh, leave the a client because I disagree with them. I'm gonna we're gonna talk about it and and and, and make it make sense on both for both parties. If you have gaps in your resume, be be willing to be be willing to under, uh, explain those gaps. Like if, you know, I took a sabbatical from this time to that time. I was in prison from this time to that time. Be willing to explain those gaps. You know, I was in I I was um I would took it went on a uh, hiatus. So I was uh, studying abroad from this time to that time. And let that uh, let that employer that employer let them make a decision on whether they want to move forward to you or not. But be willing to explain those gaps because that's a big that's a red flag. But if you, but you can you can overcome that one if you if you have a good explanation. No, I did went study abroad. I was uh, studying in France. Um, I was for three years. I learned uh, multiple. I learned the, the language, the culture, um, and I was able to take that information, uh, all the things I've learned, and apply it to my current skill set. And therefore, it gives me gives me more round, a well rounded way of doing things from a national as well as an international standpoint, perspective, or whatever. But be willing to explain those gaps. And if you can't explain them, well, we're moving on. Um, let's see. Let's see. Poor listening skills. Poor listening skills. Hey, I had I would interview a candidate, and it was in in, in um um engineering. All right, because so we do primarily engineering. We do uh, salespeople. We do recruiting recruiters. Um, and I had, um, so I'm interviewing again and, and I say, Hey, this is what I said. Hey, how are you today? How are you? Okay. And I addressed somebody's name and they said, well, tell me, why are you interested in other opportunities? And you know what they did? They start talking about their projects they worked on. They start talking about, and I've done this project and I've done that project and this, and I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 Sally, brrr, hold, hold, hold your horses. I just ask you, how's your day? You telling me all the projects and the, the technology you've worked with? I don't. We 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 haven't got to that page yet. Let's stick to how was your day, or why are you interested in other opportunities right now? Let's stick to that, and then we can go to some other. We can go to to all your projects and everything else. But it tells me that you're not listening. And so when you, if you're if you're on a project and the manager says, "Hey, well, I need you to do this, whatever, back end, and I need you to code for." And you go and do something totally different and mess up the whole project. Pay attention to what people are telling you. Pay attention to what the people are telling you. And listen, listen, if you're in IT and you still have Hotmail, Yahoo, or, or AOL, man, come, come on. Come on, you're in engineering, you're in IT, you come on. Come on, you're so dated. Like you're so dated. If you're still using Yahoo and Hotmail for your email addresses, some people are like well, and you're an engineer, you're, and you're an in, in IT, and, and applying for a tech. That means you don't stay abreast of technology. 
That's what it means to me. You don't stay abreast of technology. Oh, here's a, here's a good one. And I have I had I had this one happen to me. Egotistical. And a lot of you, and, and listen to them tell you something. A lot of you engineers, you do have some ego problems. You do. Put the ego at the door. Bruh or brudette. Leave it at the door. Listen what happened. This guy, I call this guy, right? The guy was smart. The guy was a genius. He had he had graduated. He's, I think he started uh, college when he was like 14, 13, 14 years old. He graduated high school and he was like, the guy was a genius. Very smart. So I got to talking to him and he said something. He said, yeah, well, I was going through this manual and it was a, three, a few thousand pages and, I, and it took me a couple of minutes to. And I'm like, wait a minute. You said a few thousand pages. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What, whoa, bro. Whoa. Bobby? I said, so we got to talking. And then I, as I talked more and more to him, he started uh, with the, um, this is stupid, idiots, dumb. And and he just kept going, well, that's stupid. And then I said something. He And then he said to me, well, that's stupid. I said, oh, who do you think you're talking to? So I didn't say that, but I was thinking it, right? And then I got on the phone with him, and I said, well, I said, man, this dude, I said, wait a minute. I called him back. And I prayed patiently to him. I said, dude, you can't get a position. You've been out of work for three years. You can't get a position because you are so, you're, you're so arrogant. I said, that's why you are stuck without employment right now. Now, if you want to hang this phone up, go, so be it. But I'm going to tell you what I have to say. I can help you. And maybe you don't know how arrogant you are. Maybe you don't know that because people don't want to listen to someone say, that's stupid. That's an idiot. That's dumb. No one wants to hear that. That's that's bad. That's bad. That's that's bad. You know, you're putting that in my 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 universe. I'm like, oh man, this I don't need that around me. I don't need that circle in my universe. I, I, I don't need any of that. So if you want me to help you, I can help you, but we gotta you gotta change your, your outlook on, on life, bro. And, and he and I talked, we talked for another 45 minutes or so. And we worked out, I worked with him for about a week and um, I was able to get him um, placed and he worked for the place for three years and um, he, they, they um, relocated him and everything. And then he eventually moved back to, um, cause I would call him uh, at least every month and to check up, check in on him. And he moved back to Colorado, but it was one of those things like, man, you know, you got to check yourself, man. Check yourself. Like everybody's not, everybody's not going to be perfect and everybody's not going to, so check yourself. Here's, here's one. This is one from um, Giblify, um, the corporation Giblify. And it said, unprepared, having zero questions for the interviewer. I, when people talk to me and, and I like those people that have a lot of questions and I say, and I'll tell them, Hey, Hold that question for the manager. Like, have get a list of questions and write these questions down. I gave you all information about the company, all of information about the position, all the information about how we're there, the interview process. We talked about your the salary expectations. We talked about what you're looking for. We talked about all those things. 
So now what I need you to do is get a list of questions about projects, about some of the technology you're working with. Those things, I need you to get that information for the managers. When you talk to HR, you have some additional questions about the benefits package. You have some additional questions about the, the company, the growth. Have additional questions about your role as far as if there's opportunities for you to grow. That's I need you to have at least five to ten questions written down for either, for the, both the five for the, the HR partner and at least in five for the manager. That may, that's going to keep you engaged. That's going to keep you engaged big time. All right, have that stuff, have that information readily available um, because you know it's 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 important. It's important because it, it lets them know that you're you're engaged in the conversation, that you're interested, and that you. And then a lot of times you're going to go to and do your research, and you're going to find some additional questions that you want to ask, ask anyway. Job hopping. That's a good one. I've I've seen several posts on that one um, about the job hopping situation. And look what I told people, especially in tech. In tech, I said, "Listen, this is what you do. When you're working with a um, contracting house like a vault or tech systems or um, uh, um, oh, let me see, manpower or a deco, a lot of times they have these big contracts with huge corporations, right? And so you'll go work there." Especially if you're young in the, um, I'm gonna give me a drink of water for Charlie. Especially if you're young in in building your career, and then so what you what you're gonna do is you want to make let people see that you work with big companies, right? And so you'll be on these contracts for a short period of time, for uh, three months, and then put you on another contract, or you may get one that you're doing it for a year, which is that's a good one, and um, and so you only. Three months here, four months here. Listen, put that you work for the contracting house on your resume. I worked for tech systems. I worked with this particular client and on this particular client, we were doing this, 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 and this. I worked on with this particular client and then you can include the client's name that you worked with. But the first and foremost, so, so we can see, so we can see longevity, tenure, because that's the word there. Put that you work for tech systems. I was at tech systems from January 2016 to February 2018. I work with tech systems. I work with different, several different clients, but that's the one company I was working with. So they so now they don't ask you well, why did you leave this company? Why did you leave this company? Why did you leave this company? No. I left the contract was over, but I was still with tech systems. Like I worked for tech systems. I was just doing consulting with these companies here. That's a lot easier to explain, honey. That's a lot easier to explain. Listen, there are red flags. Red flags are everywhere. Be careful what you're saying. All right. If it's not about growth, if it's not about a challenge, if it's not about uh, um, continue developing your skills. All right. Just kind of ask yourself, if I was hiring me 
And I said these things, would I hire me? All right? If I was hiring me and I say these things, would I hire me? And the answer is probably going to be no. I know it's going to be no. Put yourself in that shoe, in other people, person's foot. And think of me, foot, in the other people's shoe. All right? Hey, um, if you have any have any questions um, about any of this stuff, please feel free to give me give us a call, um, email me, reach me on LinkedIn. I'm always on LinkedIn. Um, uh, reach me on LinkedIn. Reach me, email me, call me. My numbers on my um, uh, uh, in my profile. Call me, and I'll be. I would love to to explain to you or give you additional information uh, about you know your interviewing interviewing tips or any other tips that you may need for your career. Because um, that's what we're here for, to help. Um, thank you for your time and thank you for listening. This is Joshua Gilbert with Circle Search. Work, life, etc., etc. I'll see you later at the top because that's where I'll be. Have a great day.